0: Welcome to Day 221 of Shaped by the Word, season two, uh, the drama of Scripture. Uh, we're reading from the book of Nehemiah, and as we've reminded you at, at the beginning of our readings, you know, this week, we're in a place in Israel's history where the nation has, because of their unfaithfulness to God, and uh because of they've been so absorbed into the nations around them, in the way that they worship, and the way that they uh you know they behave that uh God has judged them uh, the same way that He judged the nations before them. He has scattered them. Um, but the promises through the prophets is when you're and even through, you know, Solomon, when the people were scattered and they turned their face toward this temple and pray, I will hear them and I will restore them to the land. And so the people are, are restored to the land, but they're very beleaguered people. They're people who are few. The city is uh, a huge pile of of rubble, and God has sent Nehemiah. Uh, we read the list of names you know yesterday of all of those who who worked on the law wall or many of those who worked in the law and wall it was a long list of the names and in the end it's there's very few people you know who who were part part of that and Jerusalem is very scattered so today we we see the opposition and this is a reminder you know to all of us that uh, sometimes we will be uh, few in number sometimes uh, the rubble around us will be thick and uh, we can al- always expect opposition when we're living faithfully, you know, to the Lord. Uh, so we turn to uh, chapter four and mm-hmm. uh, meet these characters that have been kind of hanging around: Sanballat and Tobiah, uh, and uh, are introduced a little bit more to their, uh, to their efforts to thwart you know, the work of God's people in rebuilding, rebuilding the walls. So as always, before we read, we you know stop and pause. Uh, receiving scripture is a wonderful gift, you know, from the hand of the Father, a revelation of who he is and what he has asked and required of us, and of course the encouragement and the hope we have, you know, from his spirit, uh and by his spirit to be his people. So before we read, uh we're joined today uh with uh, Cindy. I'm Paul, here with David and Matt. So Cindy, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? No. Have you already said that or no. But I didn't introduce you guys good. <laughs> Nailed it. Good. You guys to me. <laughs>
1: all good. Father, thank you for this time in your word. And we thank you so much that um, we have your word. We have uh, um, so much to know about you through your word. And uh, so, Father, we just ask that you open the eyes of our hearts, that you make our, um, our hearts moldable and pliable in your hands, and that you would give us all that we need by your Spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: When Senballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was uh, greatly incensed. He ridiculed the Jews, and in the presence of his associates and the army of Samaria, he said, what are these feeble Jews doing? Uh, will they restore their wall? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring these stones back to life from the heap of rubble, burnt as they are? Tobiah the Ammonite, who was at his side, said, what they are building, even a fox clinging up on it would break it down on their wall of stones. Hear us, our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight for their own insults in the face of the builders. So we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached half of its heights, for the people worked with all of their heart. But when Sanbiyat, Tobiah, uh, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the people of Ashtod heard that the repairs of Jerusalem's walls had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, they were very angry. They all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it, but we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, The strength of the laborers is giving out, and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemy said, Before they know it or see us, we will be right there among them, we will kill them, and put an end to the work. Then the Jews who lived near them came and told us ten times over, Where you turn, They will attack us. And therefore I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, Don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your families, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. When our enemy heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to our own work. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other, and each of the builders wore his sword out his side as he worked but the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me then i said to the nobles the officials and the rest of the people the work is extensive and spread out and we were uh, widely separated from each other along the wall wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet join us there our god will fight for us so we continued the work with half the men holding spears uh, from the first light of dawn till the stars came out that time i also said to the people have every man and his helper stay inside jerusalem at night so they can serve as guards uh, by night and his workers by day neither I nor the brothers nor my men nor the guards with me took off our clothes each had his weapon even when he went for water mm-hmm. so you not only have the challenge of uh you know you have the challenge of the the rubble and the challenge of very few people who had come back you know to jerusalem you have a, a remnant which is a kind of an old testament promise that god always you know has his his faithful few his uh is, is few people you have opposition uh, from the nations around it and you see uh, you know very beginning of this uh, you know kind of rift between the Samaritans uh, which are uh, used to be the nation of Israel but they have mixed in marriage with the other uh, the other nations to the point that they're not recognizable as an individual you know people uh, and of course you have those who had uh, been in the land you know well before the Israelites are in the land having an opportunity to Come back and, and, and seize the land, and you have them, uh, not just uh, not in favor of rebuilding. all. they're deeply incensed, you know, you're having a lot of these double Hebrew words where you have sentences, you know, not only one form of anger, but you know, two, and you have the seething <laughs> anger, you know, that's surrounding them and plots surrounding them and threats, you know, surrounding them and ridicule surrounding them, and, and you really have here a you know, picture of the, the plight of the people of God. We can expect, mm-hmm. we can expect all of that ridicule, mocking uh attack Mm -hmm. uh and and difficult circumstances and uh, again you know nehemiah turns their eyes toward toward god and that's where our eyes need to be as we work in the rubble with opposition ridicule Mm -hmm. and the things you know coming around us
2: and that seems like an obvious thing right like well of course i'll i'll pray and turn to the lord and 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 ask him for help and strength but I mean i at least know in my own life it's so often i'm looking to my own self to try to solve these things and figure it out and then maybe eventually i'll turn to the lord but i mean they they and especially in the, mind, the people they know the history of, of of the lord and they know his faithfulness and right. they know who he is and that's why they turn to him it's because of that and and i know those things as well and and that should be why we're turning right. to the lord's because we know who he is and he's the one that as they say you know fights for us yeah.
0: Uh, it was you know, lunch yesterday, and you know, talking with him, you know, he's part of our church, and you know, talking about the fact that we have so many resources at our disposals, and we're so omni om- omni You know, we're mm-hmm. successful at our jobs, and we have a lot of skills and things like that. So it's easy to look to ourselves until we finally find ourselves in a you know a situation that's so desperate, uh, you know, that we have mm-hmm. to look beyond ourselves, and it's mm-hmm. in those desperate you know, situations that we. We really understand how desperate we always are. Our riches are never enough. Our competencies are are never enough. Our resources are never enough. And it's more blessed to be in a beleaguered situation where you're trusting in God, to be in a prosperous situation where you mm-hmm. take Him for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of those the themes we've seen so far is the gracious hand of the Lord continues to carry, mm-hmm. you know, the people of God through. But you, when opposition comes, we have to see the still the gracious hand of the Lord that will carry them through the opposition as well. You know that Mm -hmm. it's not then that the hand's been removed and good luck. Hope you make it. You know I'll come back. But we tend to we tend to operate in that way in which God Mm -hmm. is with us when we experience blessing and lack of hardship. But the moment hardship or you know difficulty arrives, we ask God where He went. You know, and and I love they don't sit here and say God where where did you go, Mm -hmm. but they actually anchor in. To the presence of the lord and his promises
2: yeah like look at all the stuff we're doing for you god we're rebuilding the wall yeah. like and then this happens yeah and that's not where they go which is so you, you
0: do you do feel their you know you do feel their frustration mm-hmm. you know yeah. they're, they're saying to me gosh this is hard yeah. you know this is we, we started off and it seemed like a good project and you know the first few stones went to place kind of easy lifting stones a little bit higher the rubble is discouraging us you know the mocking is discouraging us the the thought of you know looking over our shoulder and attack any moment you know is discouraging us you know the uh, the, uh, the strength of the labors is, is going on I, I just i love the way mm-hmm. it says it uh the strength of the laborers is giving out and there is mm-hmm. so much rubble mm-hmm. and, uh, mm. well,
1: i love to lean at verses four and five um you know it's such a heartfelt prayer um, not something that doesn't even sound familiar in Psalms when David would pray these things, That's you right. know, yep. and uh, and yet you know he's they're really asking God to um, provide and you know yeah. kind of uh, intercept you know some of these insults. And uh, anyway, it's just a, it's yeah. a heartfelt fr- prayer.
0: Imprecatory uh, um, you know, Psalms where David <laughs> prays against his enemies, and mm-hmm. you certainly see Nehemiah doing this. Uh, obviously that. Uh, we you know we can pray that God would frustrate our enemies, but we're also called to love them at the same time mm-hmm. and embrace them. That's where Christ comes in, uh, you know, with a whole new level of um, you know, uh, of of what it means to be a reflection of our Father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm.
1: In verse five, you know, where it says, "Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight." Yet, you know, we can rejoice because that's exactly what God has done. On our behalf, through Christ, He's covered our guilt. He's He's blotted he out, out our sins. Mm-hmm.
0: There, there's no doubt about, it. and of course, you know, just the very fact. Again, you're you're going to have this rhythm all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know, with Nehemiah, he opens with prayer. When the king, you know, King asks him, you know, what's wrong, he interjects with prayer. In this moment, you know, he he's in prayer,
2: mm-hmm. and you know,
0: just a constant, you know, constant reminder for us to be in deep you know, conversation and fellowship with God in all mm-hmm. the circumstances, uh, you know, they reface. face
1: mm-hmm.
0: I love, I love verse 12. Uh, then the Jews who lived near them came and told us 10 times over. And this is Nehemiah's way of saying, if I heard it once, I heard it a thousand times. <laughs> Everybody just kept saying, they're going to get you. They're going to get they're gonna you. They're going to get you. That's a constant, you know, constant whisper you know that they're having and, and it's a reminder i mean we we you know often our our view of you know when we you know finally repent return to god that he you know set an easy path before us mm-hmm. and he, he does not always set an easy path before us but he does always promise his presence in that path and that is a wonderful and a promise, you know, that he gave it to his disciples, he commissioned them to go into the, all the world and teach. Not that you wouldn't have persecution, not that you wouldn't have difficulty, not that you wouldn't have challenges, not that you wouldn't have, as Paul did, nights of coldness and nights without food and nights mm-hmm. without sleep and all of these different things. But uh, surely I'll be with you mm-hmm. uh, to the very uh, very end of this age. And, and, of course, that's a promise that Nehemiah is leaning strongly into as well. Mm-hmm. Father, Father, uh, and we, we look you know, at the, the difficulty that uh, the builders faced and the discouragement uh, that must have been uh, you know, a deep challenge you know to them all, and we realize that sometimes we, we find ourselves and walk in the middle of the rubble with the discouragement around us, and rather than turning to you, we simply lose heart. We thank you that you've given us hope in the middle of the rubble, in the middle of the persecution, in the middle of the challenges we face. And we thank you that you've promised to be with us uh, to the very end. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.